Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Episode 202. I told you you're going to be 200, but I slept two more and I was sneaky. Sorry. Not really, but I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, but... Yeah, so what were you just saying? Meditating. Um, everyone listening, it's my buddy Duran Durant, who was my first guest ever. So big dick energy right there. Fucking big yeah. dick energy. Let this bitch biggest. out of the cage. The biggest of the wieners. <laughs> the fucking ma- most magnanimous of schlongs. I don't think that's even the right word. But point point being, we had to delay this 10 minutes because I needed to meditate because I'm fucking unhinged and am at the very core. What I have found daily meditation does like 10 minutes i find like and i find anything less than that it doesn't do anything and there's no point in doing it but i find 10 minutes is about the bare minimum you should really go for for me i should really go for like 15 but 10 i can i can squeak by it's to me it's like turning on the windshield wipers in the lowest possible setting when it's just like misting out very light drizzle it's not a lot you know it's every you know, maybe every 10 seconds it goes, but it just keeps it from building up and actually like, you know, turning into a mess and you can't see through your windshield. And that is what I find daily meditation is. It's not profound. I mean, I've talked about it before and I've had a handful of profound meditation. I mean, but under 10, under 10 experiences that have been like crazy out of, I mean, 3000 plus. So it's, to me, it's just, it's just the daily windshield wiper. It doesn't seem like a lot, but if you take off a couple days, very quickly, it's like, I can't fucking see out of this thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, dude, it, meditation is, I don't know, like, my experience with meditation was, like, um, so I started it my freshman year when I was in the dorms. Yeah. And um, I was, like, not getting the scores I wanted on my exams. And yeah. I was like, I don't know what else I can do. You know, I'm studying it before I take the test, you know. I'm answering all the questions correctly without looking at any supplemental yeah. material. And it was like, it's got this feeling. I was like, I should try praying or meditating. And so I meditated and then I went and took tests. And then during that week, you know, I really started like getting that groove going, you know? And then when I got to OCAM, it was like the same thing repeatedly. Like I couldn't get that yeah. test score I wanted. And then I started meditating like an hour before the test and just, just good. Gucci. it's a yeah it is it's gucci it's a cheat code that like no one knows about but like you don't yeah you, like you don't need to get a prescription like it's not a banned substance not only that you don't have to teach yourself i think a lot of people the mistake they make is well i don't know how to do it you know i gotta get a teacher or i gotta find a youtube video dude i just no you just kind of there's no way you can do it wrong you just oh, yeah close just you don't even have to fucking close your eyes i like i don't just go just go put put aside 10 minutes and just whatever happens happens and there's no even if there is a quote-unquote correct way to do it what is correct for me may not work at all for you maybe it'll work okay for you but and then whatever works for you whatever is that sweet spot for you 
that might not do shit for me. So it's like there's no point in even getting a teacher or or if you want to get a teacher, get a teacher. I think that's the whole point is just whatever you want to do, just just do it and you'll start to see benefits. And it's yeah, it's just a little you're a little more clear. It's like Terrence McKenna said, like the stress is kind of they fall off you how like water beads up, how water droplets beat up and roll off the back of a duck. Like you still get hit by shit, but you kind of just, you know, quack, quack, quack. You just kind of roll it off and just keep floating around in the pool or the lake of life. And quack, quack, quack. Right? It's, it's, the rain doesn't stop. It just, you kind of get a little better at deflecting it. Yeah. 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 That, I, yeah that's a good way of putting it. Terrence McKenna is like a fucking a, genius. You know, it's like a studying. Like people have different ways of studying. Yeah. It's like it's just, we're all different. And do you know what works for you? Yeah. And I mean, I think it's like um, one of those things that you kind of got to test and then try it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, you got to figure out what works for you. Yeah. And then once you figure that out, like, it's it's really helpful. Yeah. It's, yeah, because I used to study the only thing I would do this way, not anything else, but, like, organic chemistry when I was doing practice problems. Like, once I learned the chapter, I would just play, like, the most, like, upbeat, intense, like, EDM music like blasted on Ritalin and caffeine and would just tear and I that's that's probably the highest grade I got in college was OCHEM one and two that's like I'm an anomaly that's the highest grade I got in college but what works for me might not work for you at all right it's yeah like people that study in the light like we're all gonna go study I'm like how the fuck do you do that I can't I can't be within like a hundred feet of a noise making entity like <laughs> earplugs in what white noise fan going like. I can't fucking, I can't even see shit in my periphery. Other people are like, what's going to go do a group study? I will say that I get, I get distracted whenever I go to the library because it's just like, it's just a social somebody scene. wants to talk to me or I want to talk yeah, to somebody. That, yeah. That's just how that it's goes. It's just a social <laughs> scene. Yeah. But fu- I mean, fuck it. Yeah. Whatever, whatever works for them, I guess. But yeah, I found daily meditation. I did it from like August, 2010 I kind of like taught myself not even knowing what I was doing or not even trying to teach myself. It just kind of started happening like late 2008, early 2009, my senior year of high school. I remember I would just sit on, I had this futon in my room and I would just sit on it with like the window open and just kind of like look at the stars and then just like really try to like meditate on the fact that those aren't a two-dimensional image, that that is I'm looking at a three-dimensional place out in space right if you look at a pool table with pool balls scattered on it you look at it you know that you're not looking at a flat image you're like i know this ball's closer and that ball's farther away and that you know but the stars well at least for me you never grow up thinking that you just go there's the night sky right there are the stars yeah there it is it's what i would do is i would just try to stare at it long enough and almost like almost like an optical illusion i would almost try to trick my brain into seeing like that it's three-dimensional and then once you, once I would do that, I would realize, like, and I'm in it. I'm not looking at it. Like, I'm in it. And that's, like, that was the first sort of, like, whoa, fuck, I really am just an evolved monkey. And But I didn't know what that was, and I wouldn't do it every day. I just kind of did it every once in a while. I think to me it was like, oh, this feels like weed, and I don't have weed right now, so this is weed. <laughs> and it wasn't until August 2010 I started doing it when I moved into the frat house. Because I was like, I want to be a doctor. And I was just so stressed out because I was like, I've like never got a good grade in my life. That's what I would do is I would just 
I remember I would just sit there and like I don't even remember how I did it the first time, but I remember I like sat like Indian legged or Indian style, which that's politically incorrect now I guess, but fuck it, I sat Indian style on my bed and just closed my, my eyes for like twenty minutes. And I just kind of came out of it like my internal monologue just was was slowed down. The thoughts weren't just I gotta do this and I gotta do that and I gotta. And I was like, that was really helpful. I'm gonna do that again. And I just did that all throughout college. And I got better and better and better at it. And I truly believe that's like the only way I got into med school. And then I stopped right around the time my brother died. So April 2014. And that is, I don't think it's a coincidence that that's when I went off the rails. Granted, it was also because of that, my brother. It was also because I decided not to go to med school. I didn't have structure in my life. A big part of it was I stopped meditating. And I really didn't start up again until December 2019, which is when I started the podcast. So, I mean, it's it mirrors itself. Whenever I do it every day, life in general is just better. But it's not obvious. It's only when I look back and look at the big picture. Oh, yeah. You know, like you, like you said, you know, water off duck's back. Yeah. You know, you perfectly described it there, I think. But, I mean, yeah, you know, like... Uh, Jordan Peterson says, uh, life is suffering. So, you know, you got to pull yourself up by the, by the bootlegs yeah. and just yeah. be strong and get through it, man. Like, yeah. don't be a damn victim. Like yeah. you gotta, yeah. you know, and like meditation is like one of those tools that really allows you to pull yourself up. And yeah. it's like in a, in a very humble way too. Yes. Like, it's not like, Oh, I'm going to go conquer, you know, all of, uh, Let's go work out. Persia. Let's go lift some <laughs> weights. Know, like, <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, it's not the alpha dominator mindset, which I don't think there's anything wrong with. But it's when you're in a down spot, the last thing you want to do is let's go crush the world. No, it's a very, it's a very like motherly, right? Yeah, Mother. yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Like, that's it's perfect. Very, like, it's that's very loving. Said. Yeah, a little more, yeah. a little more feminine, a little more beta. It's a little. It's like, yeah, it's very therapeutic, right? It's it's the priest that yells fire and brimstone versus the priest that's just like, what's going on, man? You know, just a cool dude who happens to be a priest, right? And you're just like, what's up, man, right? It's that. Yeah. It's, that's what it is, yeah. And it's, for me, it, and it's not even like, it's not even like it's like, a, you know, it's like an Adderall and you're like amped up and ready to go. What are, actually, it doesn't do anything to you. What it simply shows you is that, for me at least, you can only do what is in today. You, you're never going to have more than one day at a time. You just can't. So it's like, I mean, it sounds so cliche and cheesy, but it really is like, hey, you got this 10,000 mile journey, but like today you can probably take like 100 steps because you got some homework, you got to go to work. But on the side, like you can probably do like 100 steps today. And I know that you think it's nothing and why even do it? Just do 100 today. And if you can do 100 today, do 100 tomorrow. And just don't do any more than that. Just until you feel like it. And that's... But before you meditate, you're not looking at the hundred steps. You're like, I gotta fucking walk from here to Cairo. Like, I'm just like, how do I do that? Meditation's like, yeah, just fucking, just walk a hundred steps, man. Yeah, go put a podcast on. It'll you won't even get through five minutes. Just do do hundred steps, right? And it's yeah. for me at least. It's always like keep it small. Keep it yeah. as small as something you know you can do you know you can and will do every single day, right? I yeah. only shave once a day, so I yeah, shave like, every like day. It, like, it has to be challenging, too, though. Like, little, little challenging, like yeah. yeah. Challenging, but not impossible. Not for, you. for me, what I find is I try to plan 
I try to incorporate things into my daily ritual, like long-term goals. I'll only do like right now, like right now for the last year, it's, it's, it's wake up. First thing I do when I get out of bed is I make my bed and then I, I put on my workout clothes, which I have already set aside. And then I pick out new workout clothes and I immediately put them at like the foot of my bed for tomorrow. It's the first thing I do, get up, shit. Then I drink some water. And right now I just, well, with COVID. So right now I just walk a mile every day. Come back, I shower, shave, meditate, clean or clean clothes, meditate. Even if I'm not going to work today, I still put on a shirt because it's like, you know, I, I just feel better when it's clean clothes. And like, that's it. If I want to add something new in, it, what I do is sort of like podcasts. Like, okay, I mean, now I'm going to do a podcast every day. I wait until the end of the day when I'm really tired. And then I decide, what do you, what new thing do you want to add in? Because if you wake up, right, right when your morning coffee's hitting you and the sun's shining, you don't have to deal with the bullshit of the world yet. You're like, fuck it, let's start running 10 miles a day. I'm going to run 10 miles a day. No, you're not. You're going to do that today, maybe. And then you're never going to do it again. But if I, at the end of the day, when I'm most tired, and I'm cranky. I'm just. I just want to go to bed, right? I got a fucking UFO documentary. I'm gonna fall asleep to because I want to believe it. When I'm there, I'm like, what is something, I could? What is something that I would do right now? Would I run 50 miles? No. What if my new thing is I want you to email one, what do one cold call email a day to an author, a fucking military, or whatever, whatever, right? Someone for the podcast. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, when I'm tired, I'm burnt out, I've already done schoolwork, I've already gone to work, I've already done a podcast, I've already everything, and I'm just tired. If Whatever I find I can do in that one thing, I'm like, can you email one person? So let's just, whatever book I'm listening to, just whatever, just choose a book. It's Bob Smith. Bob Smith, contact information, fuck, I can't find it, fuck, I can't find it. There's his email. All right, he works for a company. None of them are his emails, but there's a contact info a press inquiry info and a sales info. I'm just going to copy and paste a message. Hey, I'm Tommy Kerrigan. This is my blah, 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 blah. Copy, paste, three, send it to each one of them. I don't know if he'll get back to me. Sent. That took four minutes. I could do that. I can do that tomorrow. But if I think about it first thing in the morning, I'm like, I'm going to start sending out 100 emails a day and I might do it for like a week. And then I just burn the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah, that... that that's really smart, man. Cause, cause then you, at the end of the day, then you know what you're capable of. You can do it at the end of the day. You can make it part of your daily yeah. ritual the next day. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, what's, what's really possible for you yeah. because you know, you're thinking about your day. You got to plan and, for the worst. No, like, yeah, 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 yeah. God, I think I'm going to copy you. You should that. start doing <laughs> That's that a really because good idea. What, that is like a thing now that I incorporate and it's now part of my daily ritual. My daily ritual is the first thing I do in the morning. So it's, I know if I can do it at my absolute most dog tired, then I know I will always do it with this, right? Like every day I... I write down the number of subscribers. I have an Excel sheet I think I've showed to you. The number of subscribers, total views, yeah. a couple other parameters just to track the podcast. That takes like 30 seconds. And because of that, I've done it every single day since December 12th, not missing a day. Oh. Because it only takes 30 fucking seconds. So even on the worst days, even when I didn't sleep well, even when I'm depressed, or even when I had a bad day at work, or I'm sad thinking about I'm fucking alone, right? These are the things I have carved out that are so simple that even on those days, 
and honestly, it helps me on those days because on those days, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do my thing. I got like four minutes of shit I got to do. And then I'm like, you're free to be lazy for the rest of the day. You did the thing. But that's how you get this long term. You blink your eyes and now it's episode 202. I mean, just like that, it was me sitting down with you going, what's up, man? It's episode one. But if you try to plan it out to, I'm going to do 200 episodes in a month, like you might. But God damn it, you're going to burn out. So it's... Yeah. Choose it when you're at your most tired, and then you put it into the part of your day you do when you're in the in the morning. You jacked up and life hasn't shit on your face yet, right? <laughs> so that's what it is. It's it's choose something. Yeah, something you know you can do on even your worst, most depressed, tired, hungover day, and then that's how you do it. So you're right. Challenging. That's what I mean by challenging. Is I make it. What is the? It's challenging on my worst day. But aside from that, you just turn it into a thing. And it's like depositing a penny in a jar every day. You don't think about oh, yeah. it anymore. But the next thing you know, it's been 10 years. And you're like, yeah, whatever. I got like what? I can't do math. I can't. Right? It's like 30 bucks, $36, right? Cool. I got. The, but whatever it is, it's just. Do, and so bring that back around to meditation. What is the point of meditation? The point of meditation is, is it keeps me from getting flustered and looking at the big picture. Fuck, I'm only sending out one email a day. What am I doing? I still love, a, I'm still doing a podcast above my parents' garage. I'm 30 fucking years old. I work at a liquor store. I'm doing this podcast. It's got, as of right now, 672 subscribers. What the fuck am I doing with my... And then I meditate and I'm like, hey, there's only so much you can do today. Go walk, mm -hmm. go shower, send out an email, do a podcast, Maybe it's a big one. Maybe it's a Delta Force guy. Maybe it's Mike Durant. Maybe I'm going to talk about UFOs and dick jokes with Durant. Get a podcast out. Just get it out. You got one out. You put out the content. Finish the day. If you got through the day, cool. okay, cool. Turn on an audio book. Play some video games. Run around a Grand Theft Auto. Fly a helicopter into a school bus. Whatever, right? Go to bed. <laughs> Do it again the next day. And next thing you know, you look back and you're like, how the fuck am I at how the fuck am I at two hundred episodes of at least an hour apiece? It doesn't feel like it. It's just because I've just then then and it's a great quote and it's a mountain if a mountain was smooth you couldn't climb it. Right? So that's how you do these sort of big term big long big 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 long term goals. It's just a little bit at a time. Do a little bit, have my daily mental breakdown where I'm like, fuck, I'm worthless, I hate existence. Go to bed, wake up the next day, I'm like, all right. That, was, that wasn't me last night. I'm like, fresh self, <laughs> do it again. <laughs> fuck, I hate myself, this podcast sucks. Just do a little bit each day, and next thing you know, 200, you're, this is episode 202. <laughs> yeah, it's like, a, man, it's like, a, I don't know if you played like sports in high school at all. No. No. Um, so I played football and it was like a, the biggest thing, you know, you learn about football is like our coaches were trying to teach us about, you know, quote unquote life. And, you know, it was like the inches that mattered. You know, mm -hmm. you don't get a touchdown in one big play. Yeah. You get a touchdown by marching it down the field and it's inch by inch by inch by inch by inch. Yeah. And so like, that's just, you know, that's just life. Like you got yourself a long term goal. You know, maybe you got to dig through this mountain and it's like, you know, it's a shovel day. Yeah. And yeah. I think that, you know, some people, some people, you know, they forget that, you know, because they, they want like uh, instant gratif gratification, you know, 
they want to just feel good about themselves and where they are and you know and then they forget you know how much further they have to go you know and i see you know i i think that's like one of the more frequent ways that uh so students get burned out yeah but yeah you know it's um you know life's, life's a journey you know and i was watching this video and i forget i think it was uh jordan pearson he was saying that happiness doesn't come from uh absolving your goals or finishing your goals it comes from the journey absolutely and then you know he talks about the science behind that you know it's really interesting yeah it's really really interesting yeah but, yeah, I found that entirely. It's yeah. I mean, achieving the goal is it's like it's cool, but goddamn, no, it's about the fucking, it's about the hunt, right? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, it's about the hunt. You know, you going you, and getting that mammoth. Fucking thing. <laughs> but I found the way to go is because yeah, once you achieve it, you kind of don't know what to do and you feel a little empty, and then, mm. and sometimes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For me, I'm like hesitant to start the next goal because I'm like, that's so far away. But I found the best way to go is just sort of stagger goals. So like every whatever, maybe every month, every couple months, you're getting that awesome, like I finished, I did the thing, I killed the mammoth. But instead of having to go, now let's start a new goal. Instead, while you were 90% of the way through of tracking and hunting the mammoth, you also saw a mountain way off in the distance and you know there's mammoths or you know there's jaguars and you're like let's also start moving towards there so now you kill the mammoth and you feel great and you get that satisfaction but now you're also 20 percent of your way into hunting uh the jaguar and then you get to 50 or 70 percent of the way to the jaguar and you go yo there's some fucking like whatever there's some there's some grizzly bears on that map and you kind of just so you get that gratification of i got the goal but then you always get to be, but we're in the fucking yeah. hunt. We're in the yeah. hunt. So right? you know where you're going. Yeah. 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 So that's what yeah, I do. No, that's, yeah. That, that's really good, man. Yeah. Like, I started that with this podcast as I aim at like, right now I have Rob Manning coming on October 8th. He's the, the chief engineer of the Mars Curiosity rover. I know, oh. right? How the fuck did that happen, right? <laughs> I don't know shit about rocket science. So I'm listening to his book. Every day, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to fuck this up, but I'm still listening to it every day. Now I'm on my third way through, and I actually have some, like, okay questions. But I had on Norman Oler, you know, the guy that wrote Blitzed about all the, the Nazis on meth. Ah. When I, I had him on, like, a week ago or two weeks ago. But I had, like, reached out to him, and we scheduled that a month out. And so I, like, listened to his book. I'm not, I'm not kidding you, like, six times in a row. And I just, like... I couldn't even put my finger on it, but in hindsight, I realized I was like, oh, I loved just like, I was doing like guests. I was having, you know, I was having Delta guys on, I was having my buddies, dick jokes, whatever, UFOs, a lot of UFOs, never enough UFOs, more UFOs. <laughs> but doing that and all the while, at the end of the day, I'd make sure I listened to the book for like an hour, hour and a half while playing video games. And I was like, I'm going to fucking get this guest and it's going to be awesome. And it was great. But immediately after that, I was like, I, I, started, I remember I started listening to that book again and I was like, no. You got to get a new goal. And I was like, I don't want a new goal. And I was like, you got to get a new goal. And so I emailed a bunch of people whose book I had. 
Rob Manning responded. And so I got, so that was like two or three weeks ago. But now, like a week ago, I reached back out to that author, Norman Oler, who wrote Blitzed. He wrote another, his newest book is called Bohemians. And it's a true story about the, it's a, it's a true story about uh, a couple that fell in love and just so happened to start the German resistance against the Nazis. Oh. Point being is I was like, okay, because now... Now on my third listen through of the Mars Rover, now I'm like balls deep in this. <laughs> and as soon as it ends, I'm going to be like, what do I do? <laughs> what do I do with my time, right? So oh, instead man. of that... You know, you know who you should look up? Uh, Austria uh, de Souza Mendes. So he was um, this this Portuguese uh, diplomat, right? And uh, I'm gonna so have he you was text in me charge that. of, of giving a... Text me that, because I'm not going to remember. Keep going, but text me that, because I'm not going to remember. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, I, I, I'll do that. And um, anyway, so he was in charge of, like, giving visas out. Yeah. And so I think it was, like, uh, in either 1940 or 1941, he was in Bodax, uh, France, and it's when the Nazis just took Paris. And so he... Um, uh, so you kind of got to know like about Salazar's government, you know, he was a, he was a dictator, but not a dictator pretty much. And so he banned, uh, I think it was like circum 14 or something. Uh, he banned like all Jews, all, um, refugees of war and, uh, all people who the, who the Nazis, uh, were oppressed yeah. pretty much. Right. And so he defied his government's orders because of his strong Christian belief. And he wrote like 30,000 visas. Oh, okay. And he snuck them through Spain into Fuck. Portugal, into Brazil, and Fuck then yeah. finally the United States. Fuck yeah. And as a result of that, his uh, his family got ostracized by the entire Portuguese community, and the dude died poor. Yeah. But, you know, you think about people like that, and you're like, man, like, what kind of resolve is that? Like, that's... That is... That is something I am not capable of sacrificing. Like, it's like, holy will. shit! Yeah, don't say that about yourself. I think you are. I think a lot of us won't know yeah. until the opportunity well, presents itself. Well, I'm, I'm working. Yeah, on yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. But, but you're right. It's but, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, man. Like I think about people like that, and like, you know, you hear about Slender's List, and like he saved like seven thousand people, but yeah. this guy, you know, you, you don't really hear about. Yeah. Yeah. And he saved, you know, three, four times of that. Yeah. It's like, wow. Like, yeah. It's, like, yeah, it wow. kind, of, kind of like a, yeah, it kind of just slipped into history. Yeah. It's like, I wonder how many Medal of Honor recipients there have been where everyone eventually died and so no one was there to report it. That's a good question. Yeah, I mean, how would you know? Yeah. I'm sure it happened in, in, harder now because there's always like, there's always like uh we always have eyes in the sky and shit but i mean think about like world war ii i bet there are some medal of honor recipients who that did something you know of incredible valor but everyone was eventually killed because they were out outgunned yeah i mean that's something that i've been um just reading about from my own curiosity as of late is like looking at heroes in the past mm -hmm. like world war uh too especially you know yeah, there's you so many stories of videos. like yeah. these people who have shown incredible value i have never read in history book before yeah it's like um man there was this like secret mission and uh was it uh, was it norway i think where they were, they were stopping the nazis from uh creating a 
heavy water. Uh huh. Deuterium. Basically keeping them from you know making getting the nuke. Yeah. Yeah, and like I I didn't know that the Nazis were working on a nuke, and I didn't know that somebody pretty much solely risked their life to go. Oh, dude, some American commandos. It wasn't just that the Nazis like it's not that we beat them. We made sure that they that we were we were sabotaging their shit. Yeah, there's so American commandos went in and were like, like the original black ops. We're like, where are you going? We're going behind German lines. Why to destroy their power plant? Why? Well, you know, the atomic bomb's classified, so we can't tell you what they're building, but we need to destroy these because we're building it. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. It's the original. Yeah, uh, it's, man, have you seen that movie? It's uh, The Catcher Was a Spy. Mm-mm. No. So it's it's based on this true story where this um, this uh, professional baseball player uh, basically works for the, uh, uh, the OSS, I think yeah, is what yeah, it's yeah, called. Yeah, yeah, the precursor to the CIA. Yeah, yeah. And so he uh, he basically goes to go interview. Uh, what was the name of that famous scientist from Germany that discovered fission? Einstein. No. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't remember. Ooh, yeah. But... Uh, oh, um, Leo Szilard. No. Oh man. Teller. Well, Teller was from the Soviet Union. I mean, there was there was Fermi. There was. Yeah, Fermi, Oppenheimer, Einstein, Teller, Leo Szilard. Yeah, there. Yeah, because they did the, this. They discovered fission in Germany. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I can't put my finger on who it was either. Yeah, so it was like his job was to go spy on him pretty much and okay. figure out I'm gonna look if they're close to an atomic bomb, and if they are, like assassinate him pretty much. Yeah. And the dude, the dude found out that the dude was holding back, basically, from creating a, a fission bomb. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't like yeah. he wasn't like metaphorically, but possibly literally, finishing the equation. Yeah. It was almost like like no one was smart enough except him to know how to build it. So no one was smart enough to know whether or not he knew how to build it, right? Because if they yeah. were, they would build it. So he was like, I, I just don't fucking know how to finish it, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. What he, a fucking he, like very a... slyly told the spy that yeah, like I'm not gonna finish it for these guys. What an animal. What a fucking what a chad of a man. <laughs> yeah, like just scratching your you head to... like I'm sorry, Fuhrer, I just can't fucking give me another year and I got it. What an animal. Yeah. What an absolute animal. <laughs> Otto Hahn. Yeah, the the Yeah. The big balls. Yeah. <laughs> the big balls of that one fucking uranium nuts on that guy yeah <laughs> balls yeah, so dense when they bang together they create little fission bombs <laughs> that's what happens when he nuts all respect to Otto Hahn what a fucking champ what an alpha what a total, yeah. what a total bro Man. what a total bro yeah. good looking Otto appreciate it from 2020 <laughs> appreciate you. <ya. laughs> hey man but that's the thing is like you could take those actions today who, who's to say that in, in 2160, someone's not like, yo, Big Dick Energy, Duran, appreciate you. Right? I don't, why not, man? Why not? But, yeah. but you can. It's it's it. Just choose a goal and go. To, and cho- I completely got sidetracked. Choose multiple goals. So, like, Rob Manning's coming on next Thursday, right? A week from today? Yeah. Oh, fuck, yeah, it's a week away. Woo. Um, But I already scheduled a... The podcast with Norman Oler again for his new book Bohemians 
on I think October 29th or something. So now it's I'm gonna as soon as I finish this one, I'm gonna finish the podcast and it's gonna be boom right to the next book. And I'm gonna be working on that all the while, taking online graphic design courses, doing work, doing uh-huh. podcasts, doing my like you know all my other podcasts. And in that time, I'm always like you know I'm kind of gunning at like medium tier guests. Like there's like my friends and there's people who've come on. Then there's like kind of big time like Norman Oler is a New York Times bestseller. He's an international bestseller. But in between, I'll try to find another more. Maybe on like Reddit or something. I see like a comment on Instagram. Like I saw a guy comment today on a Black Rifle Coffee. They like the Instagram post. They post something about like Black Hawk Down today, right? Because it's yeah, it's the I believe yeah twenty seventh anniversary. And yeah. I saw someone comment that like because um, some of the footage in Black Hawk Down is the is actual footage from the operation from a P three Orion. Uh, basically eye in the sky filming it and some guy was talking about how when he was in the army one of his buddies or was in the air force one of his buddies was actually like the pilot for that plane so i messaged him on instagram and i sent him like the mike durant episode and i was like i've actually interviewed the actual guy would your would your friend come on my podcast now i have no idea if this guy's even going to respond to me but that's like a little those are like my those are like my side missions right so the big mission is like rob manning a week from today and then norman older at the end of the month i have a bunch of i have a bunch of little ones in between it's all my friends it's repeat guests little is not a derogatory way it's just like i don't have to i don't have to establish that again right got their numbers we've already done an episode we've already done the first date so now we can just get back to fucking right it's Mm -hmm. i try to get like little guests in between little like mid-tier that guy or you know i see someone on reddit that's like oh yeah you know whatever i just make something up yeah i used to help build like dams or something like that's cool like you know so shoot them a message where it's not it's not a specific individual like an author or a general but it's still not someone i've had on before and it's not somebody now they're like mid-tier all the while and as i get closer to norman oler the second interview so probably like two weeks from now i will try to start scheduling an interview for two weeks after norman oler so as I get closer to Norman Oler and I'm banging it out and I got his book down and I got it and boom, it's done. Now I have the next one already set up. So I'm, I'm trying I'm trying to, excuse me, I'm having a stroke. I'm finding that it's just like, it is kind of like climbing a mountain. It's just like you fucking keep throwing the rope up, right? And it hooks onto something and it's like, let's just climb a little more. Let's just climb a little more. Yeah, yeah. You go from mammoths to jaguars. Yeah, like- just fucking always, just always next thing you know always hunting oh yeah and that's the thing is like and when i first kind of started doing that that tactic which isn't like which is very new actually like like my sort of like create my daily ritual by choosing something when i'm tired and then Mm. the like have a guest in the background kind of thing that's in like the last two weeks like i'm like this is very fairly new but it's working I still used to think that like, why am I doing this? Well, I'm just gonna keep, yeah, keep hunting, keep hunting, and then what? Well, eventually I'm gonna get to the promised land, right? But I'm realizing as you and I are talking right now, I'm like, well, that defeats the whole purpose. What's the point of getting to the promised land? You're just gonna stop hunting? And it's like, no, even if you get to the promised land, like you, you gotta keep hunting, right? That's the whole purpose. So it's like, even if you get to Joe Rogan tier, you don't just sell out and become a shitty podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. What 100%. you do is you start gunning for even bigger. 
I'm going to get fucking Putin on, right? I'm going to get, you know, <laughs> yeah, right? I'm going to get alien contact on. You just keep going. If you can't tell, I'm very upset. I think Joe Rogan sold the fuck out. He was a huge influence on me. And I kind of feel like he sold out. Because his new podcast, they're all kind of dry. They're not, they don't feel like Jerry. And, and you know what? I'm probably a large part of this is me just being a little selfish prick. Because I'm like, I want my podcast to be bigger. So now I have to shit on. It just doesn't feel the same. Oh, but, yeah. But, but I'm just, at the same time, I'm clearly just a hater. Like, I'm living above my parents' garage. If I could get $100 million, I would tomorrow. Right. Well, it's like the last podcast that I saw that I was actually interested in from Joe Rogan was the latest Snowden podcast. Yeah. No one was interesting. Yeah. 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 But all the other guys, like, I don't know, man. Like, it just doesn't interest me. Like, nice. if you had, like, Randall Car- Carlson on there again, yeah. like, I would be digging it, you know? Yeah. But, like, yeah. I don't want to see celebrities, man. That's kind of like what, that's kind of like what podcasts were is like, you didn't have this whole kind of like, morning you know good morning america feel like and today we have on you know so and so their new album's coming out next week it's like podcasts were like no you just had someone on that was like yeah randall carlson who's just like yeah asteroid hit earth we're all like fuck yeah you know and and it's not like yeah it's not my cyrus like give me someone interesting not someone that people already know about. yeah i don't want i don't want to have so i don't want to see someone talk purely because they're famous right yeah like that doesn't yeah like I, doesn't no get someone that like they earn it right yeah it's like it's like if it was a podcast i want someone that you could convert their voice to a robot voice so you wouldn't know who it is you know just like the siri voice and they didn't drop a name so you didn't know who it was i want someone that would be interesting even if they were that because if it's miley cyrus or post Malone, and i love post Malone. But you're automatically going to click on it because it's who they are, no matter what the conversation was. But yeah. imagine if the vo- imagine if there was no video and it was just like the Siri robot voice and they never said their name. Is that conversation one that would really hold you or were you there because it was Post Malone? A Randall Carlson conversation or a Graham Hancock, I'm there fucking Siri voice or Graham's voice. I don't give a shit because it's like, holy fuck, you know, we might have our whole history wrong, right? Or Bob yeah. Lazar. I don't give a yeah. fuck if it's Bob Lazar, if it's Pamela Anderson. If they're talking about goddamn UFOs out in the Nevada desert, I'm there, right? <laughs> That's what I mean is like someone, yeah. someone comes on, it's just like Robert Downey Jr. I'm, I'm like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, he's a cool guy. Like, sure, yeah, but... <laughs> sure. But like, I mean, right? I don't know. May, again, maybe I'm yeah. just being a little fucking like incel. I'm yeah, like, fuck no, Joe it's, Rogan. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, like, you know, it's like, they gotta be interesting to me, too. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if he brings on Alex Jones, I will walk back everything I've said. Because he needs to do part three. Part one and part two. Alex Jones. Dude, part one and part two with Eddie Bravo and Alex Jones, episode 911 and then episode whatever the next one was, like 1200 something. Oh, yeah. I have listened to those so many times. Those are. <laughs> those are amazing those are the pinnacle of entertainment those are just someone's like grand theft auto needs to put this on one of their news stations because they always have crazy talk shows and grand theft auto there needs to be a news station that's just the alex jones episodes (laughs) like but yeah if he has him on a third time then i'll go back to being a jre fanboy 
<laughs> I'll go. I'll walk it back. I'll go back. But right now, I just, I don't know. Yeah. At the same yeah, time, that, yeah. Not too many interesting people on lately, man. Yeah. And at the same time, like, who the fuck am I to judge him? I only know him through his yeah, podcast. Yeah, if he yeah was, for real. Like, if he was my this uncle. This is just our, yeah. our stupid opinions. <laughs> you know, if he was, like, my dad or if I was him, I had on my friend Marcus yesterday who said, like, yeah, he's sold out, but, dude, he's doing a total dad move. He's making sure his family is set up forever. And I had never even thought of that. I'm like, yeah, he's doing to- – he's got three daughters and a wife. He's going total dad. He's making sure that they are each set up forever no matter what happens to him. And yeah. what I mean, as crazy as the world is in 2020 with Trump and Biden and COVID and riots, and now he can get a hundred million dollars, three daughters and a wife. He can make sure that each have twenty five million dollars if he drops dead tomorrow. You don't give a fuck what fans. You don't give a fuck who JRE sold out. No, you're being the ultimate dad. You're being alpha dad. You're making sure your family's taken care of. <laughs> yeah. I when he said that, I never even thought of that. I'm like, yeah, he's mm-hmm. going. It's, it's the ultimate alpha male move making sure your Mm. progeny is set up no matter what yeah i mean that's i think that's like the ultimate goal there is you want to make sure you and your family set up like yeah you can't blame him no you you honestly can't blame him for that and and most importantly if someone came to me with a hundred million dollar check and said we're gonna start choosing your guests and we're gonna censor some of them i'd be like fucking where do i sign (laughs) right right you want to be like (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I want to say I'd be like, fuck you. The reality, they came. You'd see the podcast tomorrow. I'd be like, man, I don't know about you guys, but I love that new Dodge Durango. Like, <laughs> I'd be wearing a Nike shirt with like a with Crest toothpaste. Oh, don't mind my new Oral B toothbrush, guys. With my new iPhone and my new case by Otterbot. Like, I would, I'd have on yeah label yeah brand name sunglasses. I'd I'd have on every. I would be the biggest sellout in the fucking world. Dude, did you see that um, the debate? Or, it really wasn't a debate. I watched that. It? That was, I I took a shower after it. I never, unless I work, I don't take a shower in the evening. I always shower in the morning. I showered <laughs> after that, and I didn't even realize why I'd gotten in the shower at like eleven p.m. And I realized while I was in there, I started laughing. I was like, I'm like showering off the debate, <laughs> like like without missing a beat. I said like goodnight to my parents, and I went upstairs. <laughs> And that's I never do this unless I like had work that day, which I didn't. But for some reason, I like without missing a beat, went in the like bathroom, like took my clothes off, turned the sh- you know felt the water, got in, and I was kind of like, and I was thinking like, and I went to shave, and I realized it was like smooth, and I was like, I already showered this, and I was like, what am I doing? I didn't even realize what I was doing, and I was like, I feel like I'm getting the debate off of me. <laughs> I was like, I'm getting that shit show. That dirty, huh? Yeah, I was like, I'm getting that shit show off of me. I feel like a dirty whore. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like a fucking prostitute. I'm like, Ugh. I don't know why, but I just felt like Trump was debating both the moderator and Joe Biden. I think all three of them were debating each of the other two. I think Biden was <laughs> debating Trump and the moderator. I think the moderator was fighting them both. It's, I think the yeah. whole thing was just, you know what? It's the, it's Joker. We get what we fucking deserve, man. <laughs> God damn it! We yeah. Hey, this is our. We are we are sleeping in our bed because we made it. This is on us. Oh, no one, man. no one did this to us but us, right? This is like when you're hungover. No one made you drink that fucking whiskey. No one held a gun to your head. You did this, right? God. <laughs> no one did this to you. You get what you fucking deserve. <laughs> oh man! You know, I look at these two candidates and I think. 
where are we right now as a country? <laughs> like, really? <laughs> We're reaping what we sow, man. I, You know, despite oh, all evidence to the contrary, I am still hopeful. I don't know for what. I mean, the last time you and I spoke or the time before that, I was like, maybe something good's going to come out. And then, like, that evening, George Floyd was killed. And then everything happened with that. And uh, despite yeah, all was, of this... Didn't we predict that? that like, was, yeah, that was, was creepy. That was creepy. I didn't, I'll, I'll, I'll need a... Have we done one since then? Yeah, I yeah, like we, we did. Another one. Yeah, so it wasn't the last time Duran was on, but it was the time before that. Yeah, we talked about, we're like, what's going to happen in 2020? Because right at that time, COVID was, like, two months old, maybe three months old. And it was, like, Kobe to COVID. And we were, like someone famous is going to die and then we decided that that was too that was too much of a given someone famous dies every year and we were like someone's going to be murdered a tupac or a biggie it wasn't quite the same but it was the same sort of polarizing right yeah and that happened like an hour later which was creepy but then the next time we came on we're like all right there are riots and i remember i was like okay let's look at the silver lining to this we're all going to go out you know rioting and protesting and the silver lining is going to be in 14 days, there isn't going to be a COVID spike. And we're going to realize that there's herd immunity. And so the silver lining is going to be, okay, we all go back to work. Let's open up the country again. Well, that didn't happen. So I'm still, tr- <laughs> but kind of like Elon said, I'd rather be optimistic and wrong than pessimistic and right. I'm still trying to be optimistic. What is optimistic about the debates? Maybe it, maybe it opens the door to a third candidate because we're all starting to realize this thing is just it's not working anymore it's a relationship <laughs> yeah, that's think, not working uh, i think the libertarians are on track to get five percent of the popular vote well i think i'm gonna start voting third party just across the board yeah. until i die because yeah. yeah that's what i've been doing uh since 2016 really I, I was pretty upset with hillary and trump back then too yeah well because so. the, the argument you always hear against it is if you're throwing away your vote it's never going to get enough to be uh, something but, nah, that's not true, man. That's just to keep because it does hurt well, their vote. Well, it, well, I mean, it, well, it, it is true in the in the in the micro in the minutia. Like right now, sure, you're just throwing away your vote for this election. But I've been hearing that the first election I remember was 2000, Gore and Bush, and I vaguely hmm. remember hearing like an uncle or some or like a cousin or a neighbor. I was 10 at the time. I remember someone saying like, "What about third party?" And I remember someone else saying, "You're just throwing it away because no one else does that." Well, that was the 2000 election. What if that person did it during the 2000, 04, 08, 12, 16? Eventually yeah, the time passes. Time. It's like the thousand mile journey, right? Just do a little bit yeah. each day. Well, if enough people just say, you know what? No, fuck this. I don't care if I'm throwing away my vote. If the whole thing sucks anyway, why does it matter? It could be, we're going to blink our eyes and it's going to be 2040. Who knows? Maybe you get a third party candidate. I think that's the only real yeah. change that's going to happen. Yeah, I I hope so, man. Like, um, Man, so I've been voting Libertarian since 2016, I think. Yeah. And the real reason I've done that is because, you know, back then I kind of realized that there really isn't that big of a difference between the two parties other than aesthetics. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, I mean, there's... they both, you know, pander to corporate lobbying. I mean, it's, yeah. just, it's, it's just one of the same, it's, you know. But It's sort of like an edgy, like... I'm 14 and this is deep meme, but it's like the left wing and the right wing are the same wing of this, or are the are both wings of the same animal. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, what better, what way. better, what better animal than the eagle, right? Yeah. 
If you were going to be voting third party, who do you think you'd vote for? Well, I'm just going to go for whoever the fuck is running third independent. So right now, who is it? Is it? Is it Joe? So, Joe sounds like a Joe fucking, Jorgensen. Sounds like a Norwegian. Yeah, sounds like a Norwegian. Like Jordan Jorgensen. <laughs> he even Slaven Slaven. Jordan Jorgensen. But and, and then you have I think the Green Party. Oh, so I, there's, is, there's so there's more than there's more than yeah. just one. Yeah. So I think I think right now the two big third parties are the Libertarian, which I think they'll get like five percent, and then the Green Party will probably get two to three percent. I don't think it matters. I'll choose one, but I don't think it matters. It's just the point of it. The point is, it's not even necessarily voting for a third party so much as it's just move away from the dichotomy. Oh, yeah. yeah. So whoever you want. Yeah. You know, so that's not to yeah. say you have to blanket support libertarians because now we're back at square one arguing for one <laughs> idea. So it's don't look at the idea of a third of the who is the third party, libertarian, green, whatever. It's yeah. the it's the third slot. It's the, yeah, it's adding yeah. another variable. I mean, I think, I think, I think both independents are on all fifty ballots. Okay, good. Durant, yeah. fill the space. I gotta go pee. All right. Um, I gotta go. I gotta go pee. I gotta go. I got up. My bladder is full. <laughs> oh God, I've been staying hydrated because of the Rona and the riots. <laughs> <laughs> Fill the space, Grant. <laughs> uh, jo- Jojo Organson, she's cool. Like, uh, she's been um, she's been traveling around the country. I think she's in the Midwest right now, but she was just on the West Coast. She went to Cali, I think. She was up in Idaho because I'm from there, and so I got a text saying, "Hey, come visit." But you no, know, I didn't. But I think a lot of her values make sense to me. And then you have the Green Party, which is uh, more like, I think their party's more focused on a. Uh, you know, bringing about to equity and uh, and taking care of our environment. And I think, you know, taking care of our environment is, you know, hell important because, you know, climate change is going to keep seeing crazier and crazier climates, which is something that, I, you know, I don't want my future kids to, you know, really worry about. So I think that the, the problem with the, the two-party system is that they're so polarized and they're so easily bought that, it just doesn't serve the American people or the American, you know, middle class, you know. And I think I could make an argument that uh, the reason Trump won in 2016 is because he hammered on that middle class that kind of got uh, left out from the globalization. Forgotten man. So, yeah. I mean, you know, you can sit there and spin that Russian inclusion shit, but, yeah, you know, we, I mean, the documents have come out that that's yeah. just not true. <laughs> yeah, it's. Um, I think they released a document this week where they're accusing uh, the Hillary campaign of, of of helping spin that to cover up her email scandal. I'm sure they did, and nothing's going to come of that. It's it's everyone that's like yeah. Trump's second term is going to be behind bars. Listen, Clinton's yeah. not going to jail for her emails, and Trump's not going to jail for a non-existent Russian collusion. He's just not. And guess what? Obama's not going to jail for gun running, Fast and Furious, or bombing a, a doctor's that borders hospital. He's also not going to jail for Crossfire Hurricane. Bush isn't going to jail for Iraq. None of them are going to jail. So just let's get that. Let's get that fan fiction porn out. And okay, <laughs> he, he and he and Pence can share a cell. That's just as cringy as locker up. Right? It's not happening. I'm not saying it shouldn't happen. I'm just saying it's not gonna happen. So. 
you know. But if you want to keep it, why won't that happen, Tommy? Why won't it? Because they fucking control the whole system. It's and I know that sounds like <laughs> such a simple like that sounds like such a fucking like vending machine response because they, they control the system. It's the banks. It's you know blood for money, <laughs> it's right? The right? It's, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's it's blood oil, right? It's uh, keep them rich while we're poor. It's just a bunch of fucking keywords you can just kind of buzz off. It's just like bingo. Why is Trump bad? Well, he's a xenophobic, anti-Semitic, racist. Billion. It's like okay, you're just fucking labeling words. You're just doing Mad Libs, right? So why wouldn't it happen? Mad Libs. Man, whenever somebody says that to me, it kind of ruins it to me for some reason. Just because I think the whole, like, Trump is the devil thing is just way out of proportion. And I'm not even, like, a Trump fanboy. Like, yeah. I just think it's fucking annoying. I don't think he's any better or worse than the last three presidents. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I think... he's very comparable to Obama. In fact, I think Trump's more liberal than Obama was. But the thing is, is, like, I just don't. I think it's okay to not like who's in office, but the idea to me it's just as stupid as like Obama's going to put us all in FEMA camps. That's oh re- yeah, that's yeah. retarded. Like, um... And I thought that was retarded then. The idea that <laughs> Trump is going to do martial law in a third term, the idea that Trump is a Nazi, the idea that Obama's going to take our guns and put us in FEMA camps, those are equally retarded. It's just they're each side's fan, they're each side's fan fiction, right? We're going to rise up against Obama. Or like, you know, racist, we are the people. Yeah, no, you're not. No one's fighting Obama. No one, no, no, man. yeah, no fat chick with purple hair is going to fight Trump. Neither of you are doing this. <laughs> Guess what? Kids have been in cages at the border since the fucking Bush administration. Get over it. Trump's uh, Trump's uh, travel isn't, ban. Isn't that the result of human trafficking, though, I thought? Yeah, but the reason they do that is because to they, separate the, when they yeah, come yeah, to the border, yeah, because they, they don't know whose kid is whose kid. Yeah, and not only that, how's it a concentration camp? What concentration camp in human history can you voluntarily go to, where all you have to do to not go there is just not come over the border, right? How many yeah. Jew, how many Jews were ah, we snuck into Germany? They got us. Shit, we ended up in Auschwitz. No, they came to your fucking house and put you on trains and then stenciled numbers in your arm, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Trump's not going to jail. Trump's Muslim travel ban, you know, that one that everyone freaked out, that exact list was from the Obama State Department. Obama bombed seven nations. That was a direct continuation of the drone program and the CIA extraordinary rendition program from the Bush administration. They all bleed into each other. You're not getting one for the other, all right? It's just like, fuck off, suck my dick, (laughs) shut up. It's just not happening, okay? So that being said, I'm still optimistic despite that rant. I'm still optimistic. I don't yeah, know for I, I'd what. I'd like to see. I think, I think we might see, because I know New Mexico went third party in 2016 election. They, they did? went libertarian. That's cool. So I think that we might get one or two states. This, I mean, I, I'm excited for that. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. is like I'm not even sitting here pitching libertarian. Like I'm, I'll probably yeah. vote for Joe Jorgensen, but I'm not even pitching that. Like vote, third, vote fucking Green Party. I don't give a shit. Yeah, it's just the I idea. Mean, we got to get another fucking group in there. There's got to be a third yeah, group. Right? Yeah, when you were gone, I was talking about how you know the Green Party. You know, they they believe that we really got to take care of our environments and uh, that they we need more equity. And you know, it was kind of like I wasn't trying to pitch libertarian or whatever. I was yeah. just explaining that they both have really good values. Yeah, yeah. The, I guess the main point I'm trying to drive home is like it's just there needs to be a third party. I'm I don't want to yeah. I don't want to endorse what you know, with all 600 members in my audience. I don't want to endorse one candidate. It's it's just the idea of a... Because right now, when you have a dichotomy, you can do this whole, you know, 
it's like there's a lot of great shit on the left. It's like, hey, we need affordable health care, right? We need a trans rights. We need, you know, legalization of psychedelics. It's all things that like, I'm fucking yeah, I'm on board on. But then they're like, no borders, a hemispheric open market, a hemispheric open marketplace, right? That's the quote from Hillary. No borders. And you're like, whoa, 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 what? What the, what, what the fucking fuck? And then on the right, it's like, it's strong borders. Let's keep China at, at bay. And you're like, you're like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. And then it's like, no drugs can be legal. We're overturning Roe v. Wade. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. But it's like, they're yeah. both, they both know. To me, that just gives me more, more credence to the idea that it's, it is one thing controlling it. Cause it's, you put some goodies over here and some goodies over there. You put chocolate over here, some candy over here, but they both also have Brussels sprouts. That's how you fucking, that's how you just fist it in, no matter what. Do eight years of this, eight years of that, but ultimately you keep shoveling the Brussels sprouts down their throat. Well, if you get a third party in, they might just come in and go, yo, we got candy and chocolate. Fuck your Brussels sprouts. Check them at the door. <laughs> so to me, it's like I look at it and I'm like, I don't think I'll ever see it in my lifetime. But I think I can help contribute to it over the God willing, I live to 70, 80, 90. If I can do that and explain myself each election while I'm doing it, to me, that's like a, a, a society grows great when old men plant trees whose shade they know they won't sit under. Right? That's when a society grows great. Who said that? I don't know, but I think it's a Japanese proverb, but it's fucking awesome. Uh, when old men plant trees whose shade they know they won't sit under. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like that. So why wouldn't I vote why wouldn't you vote for a party? Because it's not gonna do anything. Even if I do it, it's, we're not gonna say it in my lifetime. What do I ultimately think is the most beneficial thing to this country that I clearly love and that I rant about every every episode? I mean, I think the most beneficial thing I can do is to try to usher in a third party. Mm. I don't know what form it will take, but I just don't see it working with two. And I'm not even saying that the third party comes in and now that's the one you choose. Just having three is now going to make it. So maybe the Republicans do the candy and the chocolate and then you go to them, but maybe it's the Democrats. Maybe it's the third party. The idea is that by having this three system, you can stop this dichotomy thing. So yeah. even that, it's like, yeah, I'm not even rooting for the third party. It's just a third variable. I don't give a fuck. Maybe it's the Democrats that offer everything good after that. They're like, oh, fuck, we can't do the charade anymore. So we also have to have strong borders. Or maybe Republicans are like, you know what, strong borders, but you can also have abortion. Right? Yeah. It's got to be this. So it's it's not an endorsement for any party. It's just a shift in the system. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. It's um, you know, it's it's, it's the two party system is creating, you know, like uh, it's like an us versus them mentality. It's like uh, we got to villainize the other side and then victimize ourselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's in reality, we should all be teaming up and gang banging the rest of the world, right? Yeah, yeah. We should <laughs> in be reality, banging the the Zai's the, 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 yeah. the, the Chinese and the Russians. We're all reality. It's like, guys, we're on the same team. Let's put our money towards a big military. Fuck the rest of the world and build our own utopia. Like we're on the same side, right? Like, yeah. Let's just collectively, like, we can be the bad guys, but we can be the bad guys together, right? It's. I know yeah. that sounds yeah. terrible, but to me, that's just like that's the most honest thing. Like, it's just, there can only be one superpower. There can only be one like hyperpower. Might as well be us. Yeah. That's how I yeah, look at I mean, it. It's a zero yeah, sum. Yeah, 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 man. <laughs> you know, it's funny. That's a whole thing from the God. 
where they're bitching about overturning Roe v. Wade. I don't think they will. I think what will happen, though, is the funding for it will change. Yeah. I think that's what the discussion's more about. Yeah. Yeah, but they can't overturn that. That's fucking stupid as shit. That's the most retarded thing I've heard in a while. Yeah. Like, I've, I've, I've often held the, or I do hold the position. It's like a weird kind of dichotomy. It's, I think that abortion is, is murder. I, I have a degree in biology. I think that it is life. And in the same breath, I will say, I think it should be legal. I think, because I don't have yeah. to have, I hate when people tell me how to cut my hair to tuck in my shirt. I can't yeah, imagine exactly. how I would feel if someone told me what I could do with something in my body. So I think it is yeah. murder and I think you should be allowed to do it. <laughs> so it's, it is a life. I don't think it's a clump yeah. of cells. I think it's a life. Yeah. My, my morals <laughs> won't necessarily be other people's morals. So yes. why should I force yes. that on them? Yes. Yeah. That's a, that's a very unselfish way of thinking yeah. about it. It's, that's it's an that's unpopular. I am, man. It's an unpopular way because to be yeah. pro to be pro life, you can't be for the abortion. But to be for abortion, you can't. You gotta say it's not a life. It's a clump of cells. No, I think it's. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's a life, and I think you should be able to just. To, to, excuse me, extinguish it. If if you're not ready for a child and you're just gonna be a terrible parent, you can't give yeah. it a good life. I think you should be able to, and better extinguish it when yeah. it is a clump of cells then yeah you know rather than you know letting the child live out yeah suffering. or not even that have a child live to two or three and then they find it dead because the mom overdosed and you know didn't feed it right so it's yeah it's an unpopular position i think it is a life and i think you are killing it and i think it should be allowed so it's yeah yeah it's like a like drugs you know like i don't think you know meth should be legal but i do <laughs> what am i to tell other people yeah I think meth and heroin should be legal. I think you should be free to fucking choose. I think you're. In, I can get in my car right now and floor it down the neighborhood without a seatbelt on, holding a steak knife. I can do that, and I'm free to crash into that fucking fire hydrant and die. Okay, all right, but I don't because yeah. I use my brain. I go. I should. I'm free to eat McDonald's every fucking meal of my life, and I did for a little while, and I got really fat. And I stopped, not because anyone told me to, but because I didn't like the result, <laughs> right? <laughs> if we take yeah, that, I yeah. mean, people should be able to have that free choice. I like the the Nordic systems, and also what Portugal did with their war on drugs. They, they just um, dropped it off. <laughs> yeah, instead of you know giving funding to police to you know stop stop people from doing it or whatever, you know, they basically said, "Hey, we're going to put a bunch bunch of money into philtropic work." And so when, you know, you get addicted to heroin, instead of it, that addiction destroying the rest of your life, because now you're in jail and now you have to pay for this, that, and other thing, you know, you basically are able to go get help that you can afford. And so you can start working again. Yeah. And so it just, instead of creating a bigger hole, you're, you're bringing that individual up. And I think that's the best way to do it. Yeah, you know, and, and they're I don't, not failures. As, they're not bad people. No. They're just, you know, they made a mistake. Yeah, who hasn't? Who hasn't? Yeah, who hasn't opted for the easier path when life gets hard? Yeah, right. Some yeah. of us just had maybe an extra ounce of willpower, but it, but that's not even like an idea because opponents of that idea will be like, that's idyllic. Yeah, it's all saying kumbaya and hold hands. But no, you can actually break it down into why it would be a better system. 
because think of how much money let's just use a unit i think it's more but let's just say i know it's more but let's just say we spend a billion dollars a year on the war on drugs right as a billion dollars it's more than that because we've spent over a trillion since 1970 but so that's a thousand over 50 years so what's that what is that 20 billion a year so okay let's say we spend 20 billion a year right so it's 20 billion a year if we get rid of the war on drugs there's 20 billion a year right there boom we now have an extra 20 billion in the pocket what if you then tax those drugs instead of them being on the black market not only is that money not going to the cartels but now that it's 20 billion more revenue so now we are spending 20 billion less and making 20 billion more so now there's a 40 billion dollar difference how many people are not going to jail how many people are now out in the economy and if you want to look at it as a cold calculating machine how many more cogs do you have working in the economy than riding in jail and you could take a fraction of all that 40 billion and have prevention education and school and if you fuck up yeah there's a clinic you can get better right and if the person yeah. really is a piece of shit well they're gonna end up in jail anyway and we already have that figured out yeah like it's so it's not it's not some idyllic thing it's actually makes a lot of sense financially so why aren't we doing it and it's you know because the cia is benefiting from it and they're running drugs over the border but hey you know it <laughs> yeah well, it's also like, uh, man, you look at the biggest contributors for lobbying for like keeping, uh, I think like they're Marijuana prison guard unions. Yeah, prison it's, guard it's unions. big pharma and it's police unions. Well, why do they care? <laughs> why well, do they give a fuck? Because it comes out of their pocket. <laughs> that's yeah. what it is. A bunch of and it, yeah, it's like what a bunch of fucking cunts. But that's the thing is like, yeah. and alcohol companies, yeah, they don't want you. But to me, I'm like, why do yeah. that? idyllically alcohol companies you shouldn't do that people should be free to choose whether they want to smoke pot or drink your beer that sounds great that sounds great written on paper sure let's hold hands sing kumbaya off why not just start making you sell weed too like i talked about this with the drug users bible guy dominic milton trot episode 13 for everybody listening mm -hmm. is like bud weiser already has the word bud in the name you just do bud right Budweiser, Bud Light, you can have different strains of weed. Just sell it as Bud. You already have, you already have the infrastructure. You already have the bottling facilities. All right, now just turn those bottles into just you know vacuum sealed, put weed in there. You already have the trucks. You already have all the drivers. You already have all the logistics set up. Yeah. Just add a new product in. You sell weed and you know you get a thirty pack and you also get a fucking you know and ate the weed. Like I'm not saying like hey bend over because there's going to be another corporation. No, get in on it. Go make that yeah. cash. Do an IPO. <laughs> like, it can be this. It can be that. Doesn't have to be this idyllic system. It can be a ruthless capitalist system. Like, well, it's like, <laughs> I was, man, I heard something somewhere that it was like half of the revenue that the law enforcement gets is from uh, uh, drug busts. Yeah. Well, again. Why not just use the fucking revenue that you're not spending on the DEA to do the drug war and then just cut that into the police department so they don't have to go make it by arresting people, yeah. right? And granted, this is all armchair bureaucrat, right? This is the problem with all yeah. bureaucratic system is, let me tell you how wise I am. Let me figure it out. Communism, <laughs> from each according to his ability to each according to their needs. Sounds brilliant written down. Sounds brilliant if there was a podcast about it, but that never works. So it's, <laughs> yeah. it's like, so asterisk, everything we're saying is a very, it's a very loose, like, oh, we solved it, guys. We solved racism. Go home. <laughs> Pat yourselves on the back, guys. Tomorrow we're going to take on cancer, right? It's, yeah. Yeah.
So. Yeah, I heard. Uh, I heard during the 2008 financial crisis, like the the cartels lended our government money. Probably. I mean, <laughs> I mean that's yeah. I mean, dude, all the cartels use the the one monopolized uh, communication, uh, like their Verizon or their whatever AT and T. None of them ever get busted, despite them all using the same. And that that could be fake news. Someone please fact check me on this. Well, that corporation is owned. The monopoly is owned by Carlos Slim, the richest man in Mexico. At one time, the richest man in the world. He kind of fell into the background. He, he he passed Gates and like Bill Gates in like 2012. I think only for like a year. Bill Gates is also, or, and Carl Slim is the majority shareholder of the New York Times. So like anything I hear about like why the drug war won't won't beat the cartels, I have like, okay, well, who's the majority shareholder? And that guy, isn't that weird that the richest man in Mexico also controls the corporation that has all the, the telecom systems that just so happen to never bust the cartels? Huh. You know, I'm not an investigator. I'm not Sherlock Holmes, but something seems a little fucky there. <laughs> right? <laughs> but I could also be fake news. I could be wrong because I've been spewing a statistic the last couple episodes that I didn't realize was wrong. And it's that 73% of eligible voters didn't vote in 2016. Oh, really? 43% of eligible voters didn't vote. But I had been getting okay. all riled up and going on. That, these, that like, makes more sense. I've been going on these, self, these, these self-righteous rants, and I was fake news. So I need to apologize for that. Mm-hmm. So maybe that might not be true about Carlos Slim. Maybe he'll send a mercenary after me. <laughs> Joke's on him. <laughs> Joke's on him because I'm friends with Delta guys now. So fucking call at me, Carlos Slim. <laughs> man those i didn't realize what a big deal those delta guys are until like i started like looking delta into like what, what is, is delta what is ranger delta is insane yeah delta yeah, is there's the spooks like you hear everything about the seals but delta is yeah. like the spooks it's like this it, there's a good quote it's like the seals are prepping for the next movie while delta works <laughs> the seals are filming on location. Delta's working. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, they are. Uh, I mean, you should just look up some of the videos about selection. First of oh. all, you have to get invited to try out. There's no application. You get invited. So just. Oh. So they invite people from like the Rangers and the Green Berets, right? They already invite the 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 best of all the grunts, the Rangers, right? They're they're better than the rest. You get invited from there to to try out. And like 5% get through tryouts. Once you get through tryouts, you have you have made it to selection, which is basically real tryouts, which lasts even longer. And then like 1% of that slimmed down group makes it to Delta. They're, I mean, dude, they're not, they're, they're, I think the quote one of them said, an ex-Delta guy said, he's not a, it, it's not that the best guy makes it to Delta, it's that the right guy makes it. Ah. I mean, dude, they're a different fucking breed. I mean, yeah, dude, Gary Gordon and um, Randy Sugart, the two Delta snipers that went in and defended Mike uh, Mike Durant's Blackhawk in Mogadishu. I mean, those are like two, Medal, two Medal of Honor recipients. They repelled down into certain death without fucking blinking what Mike Durant describes them when they came down knowing like full well that they were going to die 
I think they took down something like 25 or 26 Somalis, just those two, just going yeah. ham. But the way Mike Mike Durant describes it in his book, In the Company of Heroes, because Mike Durant was the last person to see them, he goes, they mm-hmm. came in, they dropped down, he's, and the way he describes it is the most like alpha thing ever. He goes, I just, he's like, I blinked, tw-. he's like, I did like a double take and I saw him. He goes, I saw him just like you know one took a knee and the other was looking and they're pointing they're like they're just scouting out shooting lines they said as nonchalantly as like a couple in a park on an evening like looking at where they want to plant their next flower bed he said that they were just there going yeah we there's bullets flying everywhere there's rpgs there's burning helicopters he said they just came down like you know not even breathing hard like okay we're looking at there 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 and then he said they came over to him in no i think his words were in no particular hurry came over and said hey man how you doing (laughs) just like nothing they no like eyes dilated like we gotta go so he came up like how you doing buddy you feeling all right all right well hey we're gonna set this thing up and just like just ice cold just just ice in their veins just like nothing hey we're gonna set up a perimeter and fire like okay we'll probably last for a while before we're killed but just just nothing fucking animals dude he says when (laughs) one of them got hit I think it was Gary Gordon. He said when he was shot in like the chest with an AK, he said it didn't. He didn't. He didn't yell out like it hurt, or that he was dying. He's the way Mike Durant describes it. He goes, when he said "I'm hit," he was saying it in a way that made it sound like it was just irritating, like that it was just something that got in his way that was gonna make it harder. Like you're carrying the groceries in and you realize the door's locked. Like, ah, fuck. God damn it. How am I going to do this? He said, he goes, ah, fuck. I'm hit. Just kind of like, I got this, you know, it's as if it was a mosquito, as if it was a mosquito buzzing around. You're like, fuck, come on, stop it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Fuck. God damn it. I got this fucking thing. (laughs) Fucking animals, dude. Fucking Spartans. Oh my God. Both Medal of Honor recipients. Weird fun fact. Is Gary Gordon from I guess like wherever the army base that Delta was uh, stationed at? He was the most recent person to check out a book at a library at the library there of Medal of Honor recipients. He checked it out and read about it, and I think like died the next day, getting the Medal of Honor. Little weird fun fact there. That's little destiny, huh? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, dude, Delta guys are. I mean, Dale describes it in his book, American Badass. Dale's coming on again next Wednesday or Thursday. Ooh, cool, cool. I'll tune in on that one. Fucking right, you will. That's, uh, <laughs> he describes it in his book, American Badass, which is a, it's a great fucking book. Is It doesn't matter when you get in. It's kind of like we were talking about like with the hunt. Yeah. It's not that you get in and oh, you're one of the boys now. Say you come in and like the commander comes up to you and goes, "You got to give it 110 percent every day. If one day you don't show up giving it your all, we have no need for you here. You might be there for a week. You might be there for 18 years. If you're just mm. not pulling it anymore, they don't give. A, there's no like seniority. There's no. Well, he's been here forever. They don't give a fuck. They just they kick you out. You're like an old racehorse. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Get out of here. They're the tip of the spear. They are, yeah, they're fucking animals. That's my pro Delta spiel. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking animals. Fucking animals. Am I keeping you, Duran? Nah, nah, okay. nah. My stupid thing just keeps going on. <laughs> that doesn't make it. That does. That 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 clarifies nothing. But 
Oh, your Wi-Fi? I thought I thought you said that because my phone is going off. Oh like, no! I just, I just kept looking at no, it. No, you like... said my stupid thing, and I was like, "Well, that could be anything. That could, <laughs> by definition, be anything, right?" <laughs> but mm. how do you think this year will end? I was just about to ask you, Duran. I was like, "How does 2020 keep going?" Which you know, 2020 has been fantastic for the podcast because whenever the conversation lulls, you just bring up 2020, right? It's 2020, <laughs> baby. But I refuse to stop being optimistic because mm. there's, there's nothing. What do I get out of being pessimistic? Nope. It's fucked. The whole thing's fucked. We're going to civil war. We all die. <laughs> See, I told you I'm right. We're all dying. What? what? <laughs> I told you that the pilot sucked. I told you we we're going to crash. Why are you excited? Right? It's, it's <laughs> so I know I refuse to be not, I'm not going to be naive or gullible. Well, yeah, you know, be prepared, be prepared, know? but I refuse to just, join the fear porn oh dude i have seen some tweets on twitter from like some of like the twitter like bosses or whatever the mob bosses they're like yeah you know if you're pro-capitalism we're gonna get you in a revolution it's like dude shut the fuck it's up like, what like, the f- <laughs> as you're on a fucking massively market cap <laughs> market capitalization <laughs> like, corporation yeah. <laughs> like, quit quit selling fair man like yeah we don't need that right now Capitalism will fall, sent from my iPhone, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? It's Jesus Christ, right? God. It's Or my favorite, Trump is a fascist. I'm like, dude, if he was a fascist, one, you wouldn't be able to tweet that, and two, if I read that without reporting you, I'd be in jail too. <laughs> so. Well, it's like, man, like, uh, before this whole COVID thing, like, I, I felt like, as a country, like, weirdly, like, we are getting less polarized. Like we're starting to come together just a little bit, and then COVID happened, and everyone was like, "Ooh, ooh, 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 shit!" Like, uh, our leaders are bad, you know. Just <laughs> yeah, straight, monkey shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, well, everybody just started bitching. Yeah, honestly, dude, I think it's a pretty simple thing. Again, armchair bureaucrat. Let me tell you how to run the world, Duran. Sip, yeah, yeah. Sip. Let, let me tell you how these things work. <laughs> Sit back, child. Let me tell you how you run a 340 million person country on, on a planet with 7 billion people. It's very <laughs> quite simple, right? <laughs> but I think it's just, I mean, that being said, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> I think it's just fucking money, man. I think when the economy is going up and there's fucking extra dough in people's pockets, less taxes, whatever. This is very easy for me to say because I have food, water, air conditioning. A very blessed both my parents are still alive my siblings are alive i have friends it's very easy for me to say this so it's being serious when i say that but i think a lot of like stances like we should be doing this we should be doing that a lot of virtue signaling those are luxuries that you can do when you have everything else taken care of right yeah i can virtue signal about fucking whatever because everything else is going all right. But I think at the core, if someone, I mean, I had Ernie on the other day. Ernie was born in Mexico. Ernie worked for the Democratic Party uh, at the state capitol in Georgia. Ernie worked for the Obama administration. Ernie is as liberal as I am not liberal. Even he said, he's like, you know what, you guys just gotta ask, he's like, he's pro Biden. He's like, you know what, I guess you gotta ask yourself, you know, are you better off than you were four years ago? And he goes, and technically I am, because I'm making a lot more money under Trump. <laughs> but he was like, I'll just be honest with you. 
He's like, I'm not voting for him, but I was like, Ernie, I appreciate your fucking honesty. He goes, I'll be real with you, man. My 401k is to the roof. I think, I think that is really the core of it. Is if you're making a lot of money, you might not publicly come out on Facebook and go, ah, I'm normally a liberal, but I'm making a lot of money, so now I'm voting for Trump. You're allowed to vote in private. You can go in and vote for Trump and then come out and say, ah, you know, I voted against the orange man. But I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day. And I'm not even saying, well, it's not Trump's economy, it's Obama's economy. Maybe it is. I'm not making an argument for it's his. The reality is, is like, is it going up now? Is it going to come up after COVID? I don't know. But I think as long as the fucking cash is coming and the Dow Jones is going up, I think you're willing to, I think a lot of people are going to be like, ah, man, he's appointing that Supreme Court justice and there might not be any more, uh, Roe v, there might, they might overturn Roe v. Wade. But man, my 401k is through the fucking roof. I might be able to retire two years early. So I'll still virtue signal. Orange man bad, but I might be going in there and you're closing the poll. And oh my God. Double dude. take. Like before, before Corona, though, like it was like hella easy to get a job. Well, I that's what like. I mean. That's what I mean. So like, with, that's my was, logic for why it meant what you said. It appeared that yeah. we were kind of coming together. That's my logic for that is because. Yeah. Yeah. When the cash is just falling out of the sky, it's kind of easy to be like, eh. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, it completely put a put a hole in my plan because, like, I was going to go up, be with my parents for a summer, uh, you know, hang out with my sister and my brother, and I was just going to get, like, a an easy job yeah. for the summer. Just kick but, like, it. as soon as corona happened, I was like, there's no fucking way I'm going to get a job for <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, got a, I got a job in the middle of corona. God bless. The liquor You're one of the lucky ones. I think like, uh, I didn't realize how much of a minority I am. I got a job in like July. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my brother, he was working for this uh, cell phone company where they like fix your phones, you know, replace your screen. Yeah. You know, whatever. And like they just, after Corona, they closed overnight. Just said, fuck almost. Off. Like he just got a text at like 10 o'clock saying from his boss saying, yeah, company's gone. Don't come in to work tomorrow. <laughs> We'll give you a check on Friday. You don't come in because security will escort you off the premises because it's not my property anymore. <laughs> yeah. But really, yeah, it's hey man, and there's something to be said for that. You know how many people are dying from COVID versus how many people are now dying from suicide or depress or they can't provide for their family, right? Yeah. What it, I mean, I mean I've, but really, I've talked to plenty of people who they're like, yeah, Doran, you know, I'm. I've been really struggling lately. I don't know what it is. And I, you know, I, I was thinking in my mind, I think it's like, okay, you know, we're stuffing people indoors, you know, they can't, you know, go around f freely, you know, doing whatever anymore because of this. And, you know, yeah, like, I, I think just that, you know, being I mean, stuck indoors all day. Yeah. I mean, you. Is, is what's doing that. Did you say Doran? Is that your name? Doran? Yeah. It's not Doran? Yeah. No. no. I've been calling it's you. It's Greek. I've been so calling you. Du I've been calling you Duran. <laughs> For two and a half I mean, so years. So many people do it. I don't even bother to Okay. It doesn't you're, well, you're still Duran to me, all right? <laughs> you can call me. You can call me Tomai. You can call me whatever you want. I don't give a shit. Do you care if I call you Duran? I guess I fucking should have asked you 36 months ago. But it, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. I mean, Doran. don't feel bad. Doran's cool. That's cool. Doran's cool. Yeah. Kind of sounds like yeah. Dorian, like Dorian Yates, uh, the powerlifter. But um. Oh. Yeah. 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 Um. But yeah, it's, I mean, how dare you assume social roles? But I mean, dude, how many yeah. men, how many, how much of that, how many men's self value is based off of they can provide for their family? 
Maybe they're not the best looking guy. Maybe they're not a genius, but they go put in 40, 50 hours a week at a job and they come back and, you know, so their pregnant wife could stay at home. That is value. That's how depression, like depression isn't always an imbalance of chemicals. Sometimes it's a fuck. I can't provide for my family. Yeah. I mean, it's like, uh, man. So my dad, like he, uh, he has pretty advanced diabetes. And yeah. so he has the neuropathy and, you know, mm-hmm. all that going on. And so like, you can't even touch his legs without him, you know, freaking out. Yeah. And it was like the job he was at, like, he just couldn't do it anymore. And so he quit because he just could not do it. And for other reasons, but, mm-hmm. uh, while he was looking for, for a new job, it was like, a like, you can just tell, like when I would call him and talk to him on the phone, like you can tell that he just wasn't in his place. Like he just felt yeah. bad because he couldn't be yeah. providing for the family, like you yeah. said. And then. You know he got this other job you know working for a smaller place but you know he's able to keep up with it and like as soon as that happened you know just he's happy like yeah. i was talking to him on the phone you know the other day and i can just tell like he's back because he's just like yeah you know i i, I gotta do this 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 for work you know just just it's, doing it's something like, it's stressful for him but at the same time you can tell he's really enjoying the challenge yeah it's and i mean you got to use the argument on itself so you know originally is like stop being selfish okay we gotta do 14 remember 14 days to flatten the curve you got we gotta do this no you can't go to your party it's like sorry you can't have march madness it's more important that people don't die yeah that's a good argument i get it yeah we can't we can't remember italy remember the deaths in italy it was like we can't get that here okay i get that argument so what's the argument it was the greater good we decided hey we're going to cancel the Olympics. We're going to cancel all these things. We're going to cancel sports. We're going to cancel blah, blah, blah. But look, yo, there's a pandemic. I get it. Big stimulus bill, like economy's fucked. Hey, this is a freak occasion. It's not just America. It's the world. I get it. A thousand percent behind it. You have to then use that same argument. Here we are nine, ten months later. Well, now, just like we can't have March Madness or Olympics or you go to parties. Sorry, but you can't do this because everyone's grandma's going to die. All right. I'm I think that's a very legitimate argument. Yeah. So, but what was that at its core? At its core, what was it? Pull apart grandma, pull apart work. It was, you are going to have to suffer a little bit so all of these people don't die. Okay. Well, we're at a point now where families are being torn apart. There's a massive spike in depression and anxiety and suicide. No one has a job. No one can do anything how many people are dying from COVID and how much damage is this doing? Maybe it's not raw suicide numbers. Maybe it's not more, but how many people, how many, how many houses are now ruined? How many kids now there's going to be a ripple effect. They don't have a dad or they don't have a mom. Everything got fucked up because of COVID. What you, now you have to weigh it. It's back to square one. You can't have March Madness because we got to save all these people. Well, now how many people are going to die if we reopen everything versus how many lives are going to benefit from it? Well, a hundred, a million more grandmas are going to die. Two hundred million more people are going to go back to work and have successful, fulfilling lives. At yeah, what point? At what point? It's brutal. It's cold. It's calculating. But at what point? I mean, we made that brood cold, cold calculating point early, when we first said yeah. we're going to shut it down. It's we're going to lose a lot of money. We're going to shut down the airports. But the reality is, if we don't do it, a lot of people are going to fucking die. The cold calculating. Yeah. This is the same thing. But now it's you got to be as cold and as calculating. Two hundred thousand people, 
could this have a generational ripple effect of shit fucked up? Could the economy, well, it's the economy, it's the economy. The economy is not some, in, some ethereal thing. The economy is the well-being yeah. of 346 million people. So at what point, it's very easy. I don't have any grandparents. They're all, two of them I never met, died before I was born, and the other two died in 2010 and 2018. Very lucky. I, I, that I don't have anyone in my life that is at risk. Knock on wood, right? So I can say that, and I understand that not even can. But at what fucking point, as someone that has lived through a suicide and seen what it does to families six, seven years later, how many more families are going to get fucked by shit because of no employment? At what point do you have to balance it out? Okay, well, do we want to yeah. do we want our cake and eat it too? A second stimulus check might be coming. Okay, another two point two trillion. Okay, that can't go forever. At what point do we weigh this? Right, women and children first, kind of thing. Well, now yeah. it's there's a lot more working families versus that person that we're keeping to die. God bless, but I mean they're ninety one and they already have congestive heart failure. Are we gonna fuck over? this young family because it's brutal it's cold and calculating yeah but i mean at what point does that discussion need to be had yeah you know it's like it's, um it... man i forget the statistic you know i might fake news this or say it wrong 60 percent of the time it works exactly. every time but it's like um for every one percent of the unemployment going up it's like a thousand people die yeah yeah it's so it's like we can't do this forever, dude. Yeah, yeah. Every like, day, COVID, COVID cases spike. Yeah, it's gonna spike, and it's gonna. There's gonna be new COVID cases every day for yeah. the next century. That's just the reality. But it's yeah, yeah. What point do we accept reality and say, hey, like, you no, know, we're doing more damage to ourselves yeah. than doing this. Yeah, there are gonna be car yeah, crashes I, every day. We're not banning yeah. highways, okay? Yeah. Right, but if you say that. If you say that, it's just as polarizing as saying, hey, black lives do matter, but maybe we shouldn't be burning down cities. Oh, you fucking racist. Hey, fascism's bad, but I think Antifa's kind of like a modern-day brown shirt. Oh, you fucking fascist. Oh, you, you COVID denier. Not at all. Not at all, right? Just, just trying to view reality. <laughs> I, I think it's as fucking lethal as anything, man. It is. It is. Yeah. The idea that it's not, that's retarded. That's equally retarded right yeah almost as retarded as the fact that saying retarded is a fucking now like a slur right but i don't know i just i don't think it at what point do we have to keep marching on yeah and i mean it's like two hundred thousand people in our country have already lost their lives that's horrible. And so it's like yeah okay on our covid response like what else could we do better but at the same time it's like okay what what can we take away so we don't get these other effects? I mean, dude, they started up games at the Met Stadium like three days after 9-11. We opened up the airports like within 48 hours. Like, you got to keep going. Yeah. Yeah, you can't just stop there and yeah. give up. Yeah. yeah. We, like, reopen shit. Reopen work. Sure. And we can have, there can be a middle ground. You got to wear a mask, man. You got to fucking clean shit. You got to come on. Like, clean your hands. Like... But let's keep going. There's going to be a vaccine, and let's fucking get back on track. This can't be yeah. the end. This is the end. We beat the fucking Nazis and the Japanese. We outspent the fucking Russians. 
but th- we we survived 9/11 in 2008. We survived the Dust Bowl and the Great Depression in Vietnam and Korea. We survived all of that. I, I, I bet you when we figure this mess out, man, like there's going to be a unity. Like I hope so. Us as a nation is going to be together and say, you know what? Maybe you aren't such a bad guy. You know, I, that's yeah. what I do think it will be. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah optimism, Durant. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Is, I mean, dude, we're all going to be going back out and the things we took for granted are going to be so goddamn fucking... I've lived at home since August 2016. I fucking drool at the idea of getting my own apartment and not living with my parents. I love my parents dearly, but like any 30-year-old human, you don't want to live with your parents, right? Yeah, yeah. Even my parents, even my parents get stressed when they had to see their parents on holidays when they're 50. It's just part of life. So it's nothing against my parents. Yeah. Shout out mom and dad, love you. They can probably hear me. Shout out mom and dad, love you, right? It's Yeah. But it's that something that I had from 18 until 26 that now I don't have, just having my own place, put the thermostat on what I want. I don't have to worry about someone waking me up, right? Yeah. That, or the internet, god damn, this fucking internet. Like, it's, but it's not my money to spend on better internet. I think we're all gonna go back to things that we just completely took for granted. Bars, fucking fast food, everyone's sitting around, beaches, theaters, mm. concerts, sports. Think about watching like a game just uh, seeing a game on like ESPN, just like a fucking highlight reel of a basketball game and a hundred thousand people cheering in a stadium. There's little shit like that. Everyone not being stuck on top of each other because we're all fucking quarantined to indoors. Yeah. I think you're right. I think, if the, I think it'll be unity. Even if people don't... I think some people will cling on like, no, no, we'll divide, riots. But like, once everyone's back at work and people are trying to riot, they're going to be like, you know, get the National Guard in here and tell these people to fuck off. Like, I finally got my job back. No fascism. No. no. Hey, tell that someone arrest them. Thank you. Like, anyway, back to the board meeting. Like, you know, it's it's easy to riot and burn shit down when no one's there to defend their thing or to give a fuck about it. Right. Yeah. I mean, Antifa, Antifa and them, they kind of worry me, man. I mean, they remind me of uh, Russia in 1905. You know, it was like uh, Lenin and Stalin in Europe, and they're trying to to start a, a revolution in Russia from Europe so they can return. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, this didn't work. And so they just keep pushing division and division and division. Divide and conquer. You know? Yeah, I hope I hope that we take care of that. You know, we figure that part out, you know, how to take care of people like that. I think it will. I mean, I don't know the answer, but. I, I think, can, yeah. Yeah. I think one way is you bring in the heavy hand of government, National Guard, smash them all. But then that's what i think that's what they want they want actual proof of trump being a dictator instead of just tweeting about it right yeah and that'll yeah. be easier for them i think there's a more natural way it's like uh it's like drug legalization how do we get people to stop or dying from drugs well you can just crush it with the war on drugs spend all this money destroy families put them in jail kill people for no knock arrest no knock raids or legalize yeah. it all and dude i fucking drank more between 18 and 21 than i have between 21 and 30 they didn't really give a fuck anymore because <laughs> I had it available if I wanted to. If I wanted to right now, I could go get a drink. I haven't, yeah. and I'm not going to. I think it's sort of like that, how it kind of healed itself. I think that's what you do is everyone goes back to work and everyone's, oh, we're back. We're fucking back doing the thing. We're drinking on Friday nights. We're going to each other's apartments. We're hanging out. And then there are people going screaming in the streets and everyone's going, hey, fuck off. They're going, no, join our revolution. Everyone's going, fuck off, dude. 
I'm at a fucking cafe with my wife. Like, I've been stuck inside for a year. Fuck out of here. And and then when they deploy the National Guard, no one's going to be like, ah, fascism. They're going to be like, thank God, get these assholes out of here. (laughs) Again, armchair bureaucracy. I I think a little bit of that's happening warning right now. Yeah. And if the economy starts going up, right? Yeah. Going back to work, fucking cash is flowing. Now, then you're going to be people who are like, let's burn it down. You're going to be like, no. Right now, it's easy to say, let's burn it down because it sucks. Right? Yeah. You don't care about yeah. it. What difference does it make? I'm stuck at home and I'm getting a check from the government. Right? Yeah, sure. Burn yeah. it down. Fuck if I care. But, yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I, like. Am I, hold, I just, am I holding you, I think, I think that we're going to. We're gonna see some unity. Am I holding you hostage? That's that's what I'm. Uh, that's what I'm hoping for is uh, unity. Am I holding you hostage right now? Uh, no, no. I got to. Uh, let's see another ten minutes. Okay. Can I go pee real quick? Can I have your permission? Yeah. Welcome back to Duran Cast. Duran, hold it down. <laughs> Doran, Doran, Doran. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Russian Revolution. That that's an interesting one. Um, but basically what it was is the, the revolutionists were taking advantage of the czar's mistake, you know, out of envy for the system. And, you know, they're, it was rightfully so because, you know, what they did is they, you know, freed all the serfs and then they told them they have to pay these heavy fines for being free. And so you got a lot of resentment in the system there. And then, you know, Rasputin incident, you know, that really hurt the autocrats' uh, image. But... Um, I mean, they were pushing hard to industrialize Russia, you know, and, uh, just, they just took advantage of bad things. And I see, you know, groups like Antifa and them, you know, they're taking advantage of the bad things, you know, to push their own agenda. And they're, you know, just as evil as the bad things happening, you know, that's the thing we got to remember. Um, and I don't blanketly mean to call out Antifa. I'm saying, you know, groups like that, they like to take advantage of that. So, Man. Yeah. 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 I, it's a weird semantic thing, right? Because you can't criticize yeah. BLM. There's a lot of great shit in BLM. There's my friend that comes on here all the time, Aaron Shepard. He's a black guy. He got into med school. Fucking built telekinetic robots for NASA. He's cool as shit. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I see him yeah. and I'm like, yeah, I get it. Imagine if he got shot. I'd be like, do you know who you just shot? You just shot, like, the next Elon Musk, like, because his skin, like, <laughs> right? So, like, I, I fucking get it. There are some terrible elements of it. You could say the same of Trump supporters, right? I look at me, I'm like, I don't think I'm an asshole. There are a lot of people who disagree. I'm like, I think I'm a fairly open-minded guy. But you know what? There are some also, there are some fucking, like, goose-stepping white supremacists. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, there yes, is. And and you got to be like able a, to criticize them. To, you got to be able it, to criticize them. Sawyer, who said that racism will always be an issue in America or the world? I don't know, but I you're probably right. right. Yeah, he said he said it'll always be an issue. I mean, you're always going to have hate and resentment and all those things. That's just human. Yeah. But, yeah, like, as a systematic, like, occurrence of like racism that kind of thing it's like yeah like for sure we should stomp it out yeah but yeah it's yeah yeah just because you know one person you know yells the n-word at you know blm protesters doesn't mean that there's a race issue in this country yeah it just means that there's an asshole yeah i mean that's like 
I think they call that like a fallacy of like composition or whatever. You know, you're going from big to small. I mean, from small to big. Yeah. Like you're going from one occurrence. It's like saying that the Statue of Liberty is is moving because every molecule in the Statue of Liberty is technically moving, vibrating. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like technically, yeah. Yeah, you know, I think I wonder how much stuff would be like healed if we just got rid of like hate words and hate slurs. Because by not being, hear me out, by not being able to say them, you put them on a pedestal. You make them these true yeah. weapons. And to me, the N-word is is the same as magic. Because what is magic? Magic is an incantation said at a distance that has an effect at a distance. Or said that has an effect at a distance without uh. physically touching it. Well, if I can just say a word at a distance without touching you, without taking money from your account, without slapping your wife, without breaking your car window, if I can just say a word, not even spitting on you, not even changing the air around you, if I can say it to you over a phone to where it's just fucking electrons coming through and wiggling the air, and that riles you up and ruins your day, that is dark magic. I just said an incantation and fucked yeah. with you. Yeah, they have control of you over that point. Yeah, no, that is, so I thought you were going to say, because here's the thing, like freedom of speech, you know, you can't fuck with that. Like that's, that's you know, how our republic works well, is people are what, able yeah. to say what they think. And like in order to think, you have to risk being offensive. And so yeah. like when you start banning hate words and stuff, like you're doing what you're saying. And you're creating a dangerous precedent of where well, you, well, those rules giving can be me, taken yeah, And you're giving me weapons against you. You're trying to make yeah. it safer, but you are just giving me a, a cracker. You're allowed to say cracker. And because of that, guess what? It's not fucking offensive, right? <laughs> yeah. You can say whatever yeah. you want. I see suicide jokes all the time. I don't fucking mm. like seeing them. I lost a sibling to suicide. But I don't stop it because that would give it more control over me. More now power, it's been yeah. six years since I lost my brother to suicide. Now I laugh when I see suicide jokes because I'm just fucking numb to it. I realize it's not an attack on me. And even if it yeah. was, who fucking cares? Water off the duck's back, right? Dude, I made a 9-11 joke yeah. on 9-11, and so many people were mad at me. But yeah. I was like, dude, like, it's insulting to the people that died if we can't to, sit here and joke about it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's the second, yeah, the second you stop... Because what that, well, one, that leads to a slippery slope of if I can't say this word and then I can't say that word, fast forward 10, 20, 30 years, and now the words you're banning are, I don't know, that your political opponents, right? Those are hate speech. Yeah. Well, that's how you fucking end up everyone in the gulags, right? We've seen how that happens. Yeah. You got to yeah. make it all, I mean, no, I don't think you can publicly like call for violence against an individual. Like, you can't yell fire in a theater kind of thing. Those yeah, There are true, limits yeah. on free speech, and I think we all yeah. agree with. But, dude, just certain words. Because now, I know I said, I'll let you go in a couple minutes, holding you fucking hostage. Is, but I mean, even a word, it's like a word like faggot, right? Mm. You can't say that anymore. I grew up saying faggot. All that ever meant was that person is being a loser. He's being a jerk, right? You know, he went and told on, <laughs> he went and told the teacher on us, right? Yeah. And my problem with the word faggot isn't that I don't think it's offensive to gay people. Dude, I have gay friends. And if they're around, yeah, you're goddamn right I'm not going to say it. But not because I can't, but because I'm choosing not to. Right? Yeah. But that word... So, when I argue for my right to say faggot, mm. and people say you can't say that, and I say why, and they say because that is a that is a slander against gay people. That is a weapon. And I say that's not what it means for me for means it just means you're just being a faggot right yeah. 
Well, they say, okay, well, if that's not your word for slandering against gay people, then what is? I don't have one. I don't have a word for slandering gay people. So you are forcing me to have... If, Duran, what kind of nuke do you have? Do you have a small yield or a high yield? I don't have any. I don't want one. So what slander do I have against gay people? I don't have one, and I don't want one. You are forcing yeah. me to have this ammunition that I don't want. You are giving me yeah. this knife, this verbal knife that says, this word, this one's for making uh, gay people mad at a distance. I don't want it. Don't give it to me. Yeah. I say yeah. faggot because it's, don't be a faggot. Don't be a cracker. Don't be an idiot. Don't be a moron. Don't be a queer. Don't be a dipshit. I make suicide jokes every day. I'm like, fuck this podcast. I'm going to blow my brains out. <laughs> right? But that doesn't mean I fucking take that seriously, right? So it's... Yeah. So it's... <laughs> And yeah, when you create a taboo, like you're creating a weapon. You are. You, that's exactly what it is. It's what Alan yeah. Watts said. It's oh, there's always something in the periphery, like layers of an onion. Once you take, get rid of one, well, there's always another taboo. taboo. And then not yeah. only that, once you create one taboo, well, it's very easy to create another. Now you can't say faggot. Now you can't say retard. Well, soon what is it going to be? Well, now you can't say illegal immigrants. You have to say undocumented. Right, or you go vice versa. You're not allowed to say Antifa. You have to say uh, terrorists against Trump. Right? It can go both ways. It can be yeah. used against everyone. Yeah. It very yeah. quickly spirals out of control to where you're no longer allowed to say, you know, hashtag MAGA or ha hashtag, um, you know, George Floyd justice or whatever. Right? That is a dangerous weapon that fucks everyone. Yeah, I mean, it's just like you said. Like you don't. You don't necessarily want those weapons. You... I don't want it. Don't give it to me. Yeah, like, don't. That is your word I mean, for slandering like... gay people. I don't have a word for slandering gay people, right? So don't give <laughs> yeah, one, don't don't give one to me. Like, That's who racist. Who fucking cares if they're gay? Yeah. Like, I don't fucking care. Yeah, don't, like... don't give me that weapon. Or you can make yeah, up yeah. you can make up your own new word, and from the get-go, that's what it means. We'll all agree that's what it means. But even then, now you're still just giving me a weapon. So if I really want to get to someone, I'll say this. But yeah, but you can't. Even I'm not allowed to, but I can physically make the the sounds with my mouth. You've just given me an opera cadaver. You've given me a what are the Harry Potter ones? Crucio. Uh, what's the the bad one that the Avada Kedavra? Is yeah. that it? You're giving me yeah. these incantations, right? I can now yeah. say this to you from a distance. Don't don't give me that. Yeah, For you, don't not, don't don't give people that because some people are just gonna do. They're gonna they use it against you. Funny. They're gonna use it. Some people are gonna do it just because. I mean, wel yeah. welcome to the. Just because fuck you say no, they're gonna say, "Oh, I gotta go." Yeah. Do that, no. Welcome to the internet. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I remember I posted my Mike Durant interview, and someone's like, "That fucking faggot won't shut up." And I was like, "Sorry, I was just trying to interview him. I was nervous." He's like, "Oh, this is your podcast." I was like, "Yeah." He was like, "Learn to do it better." And like, I got so upset, and then I was like, "I'm letting this guy upset me." Right, so then I just came back with like, yeah, hey, yeah, you're like, letting him get like, yeah. yeah. So instead, I just replied with like, "Thanks, baby, love you. See you tonight." They're like, "What?" And there you go, just kind of right back at him, right? M miss you, honey. You know, can't wait to have some pasta you with you. Yeah, I like that. Could bring it over a good bottle of Chianti. Yeah, it's just, it just bring it back at him. But you were, it's not just don't give me that weapon because I don't want it. It's for yourself. Don't hand yeah. someone else a gun. Just mm. don't, just don't do it. Yeah, yeah. And you don't, do, you do yeah. that by banning words. You you fucking yeah, do that. Don't don't give them a weapon. Yeah, yeah. yeah and because like the word no, I don't say that with any anger or hatred when I say faggot. And then furthermore, even if I was saying it with anger and hatred, that is an unfortunate side effect of free speech. Is that is a part of living in a free society in the greatest nation on earth? 
is yeah. that is a, that's one of the costs is that someone can just say shit that some so when i say i don't get upset when i see suicide jokes or suicide memes because i know they're not targeted at me well guess what there's another tier there could be people that are like hey you didn't do enough to prevent your brother from committing suicide that is directed at me that is allowed yeah so the memes yeah right? the memes okay. the memes aren't directed at me but even if they were that's allowed and yeah it sounds like an extreme well why don't we just get rid of that in those extremes that's where it starts you're right we should just get rid of suicide jokes but that's it no next thing you know you fast forward 40 fucking years and you're getting tattoos on your forearm and being pushed into a cremate or uh, an incinerator right yeah it's always the path it goes yeah so, and that goes oh, for well, me say yeah, say yeah. shit against me by all means you stupid white educated blue-eyed nazi fuck go ahead <laughs> none of it's true but god damn it that you're right to say it yeah yeah i mean that's 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 a sacrifice we take for living in a free society like and you god said, damn is, just, it a, is it a small sacrifice to make yeah it's a relatively pretty small i mean look i mean other countries in the world man like yeah. they don't have it as nice as us like no. they get they're fucking nuts cut off when they say shit like that or not even or, or there's a middle ground go to the uk you'll go to fucking jail for saying something islamophobic that's fuck. I have a friend that I went to middle school with that lives in Ireland, but he won't do the podcast because he's, quote, dude, it's serious over here. You'll go to jail for saying shit. Yeah. Fuck that. So it's one yeah, or the I think, other. I think those patterns are really, really interesting to learn about. Yeah, it's it like, always oh, happens. It's a natural law. It's a natural law. Just like yeah. institutions, institutions created to deal with a problem will eventually create the problem to justify their existence. Prison guards, cops, war on drugs. There are natural laws in this world, and they're not all gravity, 9.81 meters per second. They're not all, you know, C, the speed of light. Some of them are natural laws. One of them is, or, you know, is it Poe's law? What's the one where eventually we'll, we'll compare someone to Hitler? Well, one of them is, is when you start banning words, even if it's for a great thing originally, Patriot Act. We're going to, this is so 9-11 doesn't happen again. Well, very quickly it turns into NSA, right? <laughs> yeah. It always follows the same path. Where if you just ban one word, sometimes it's a month, sometimes it takes a century, but eventually everyone on, ends up against the wall being shot in the back yeah, of the head. Yeah, it's like uh, it always happens. The alibi of the public's well-being is always the alibi of tyrants. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. It's or yeah. what was Joe Rogan's quote? Um, we have a uh, we have a mental health problem disguised as a gun problem, and we have a tyranny problem disguised as a security problem. Yeah, yeah. It's there's yeah you got and so not only is that the trade-off to live in a free society even after all of that one it's probably not aimed at you two even if it is aimed at you that's the price of a free society three god damn man it, it thickens your skin it allows yeah. it make it forces you to have the water roll off your back and now you are stronger for it yeah it's like uh six and stones won't break Exactly. Break my bones, but words will not hurt me. Yeah. I feel like my generation has kind of forgot about that. Yeah, it's it's gonna help yeah. you, and it's gonna help you in every aspect of life. Down the road, when you're in a bad relationship and you break up, and that person tries to say something that hurts you, yeah. you're gonna be like, "Well, you know, I've been called racial slurs my whole life, so I don't give a shit about that." But we just keep trying to, we just right. I mean, that's what our why our immune systems are so strong is because we deal with this shit, right? But if you nerf yeah. everything. Yeah, you can't fucking handle any of it. I'm keeping you yeah. way over. You said ten more minutes. I just kept you for sixteen. Yeah, yeah. So. I just, I just gotta go get. Shut up, like, Duran. I don't care. 
right. Hey, real quick. Predictions. Predictions. It's October 1st, 2020, 4.06 p.m. Eastern Time. Predictions. I say vaccine for COVID. I say the election. I don't know who wins, but I say that it happens and there's no fuckery. It's just an election and someone wins. And there's another big UFO sighting. Those are my three. Those are my three. You got to make three and then I'll let you go. So, okay. So I predict that the U.S. government is going to release more info on aliens and UFOs. Good choice. I predict that there's going to be a lot of stupid civil unrest and people are everyone on the left and right are going to unite against it and say, hey, this is fucking stupid. Stop. Okay. And then three, I think after the vaccine and COVID, like people are going to be a lot more happier and we're going to see depression and everything go down. Fuck yeah. I love it. I love the positivity. Yeah. Got to be positive. What what benefit is there? Ha! Told you the world was going to end. <laughs> Duran, until next time, brother. Um, All right, man. It's been good. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll let you go. I know you got to go. I'm going to keep talking to you. Yeah. I'll let you go. All right, buddy. All right, man. I'll text you All when right, it's up. Man. Peace. Later, buddy. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>